Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Inside the Miami Convention Center, it is Super Bowl 54. We're here on Radio Row. The NFL experience is open, and the guy in front of me, uh, a lot of people were clamoring for just because they wanted to know if he could still play this season. Jordy Nelson, former Packer wide receiver. How you been, buddy? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, first and foremost, you're repping Mick Ultra. I am. Mick Ultra. Anybody that shows up and brings me beer this <laughs> yeah. early in the morning we this are is fantastic. We are slowly becoming the most popular people in the room right now. <laughs> but with Mick Ultra Pure Gold, um, yeah, they're doing a six-for-six six pack, and it's an organic beer. So uh, every six-pack of Pure Gold sold. They're going to turn six square feet of farmland into organic farming. Oh, that's so there's awesome. less than 1% of farms in America are organic. And so they're helping the transition from non-organic to organic farming, which takes about three years. So there's a lot of costs, a lot of overhead. So See, they're helping with that. Yours has more of a, an impact on Mother Nature, whereas Emmett Smith was just giving out tequila. <laughs> <laughs> That was a personal. That was that's him personally, probably. Yeah. yeah. So when they approached, and when I heard the agricultural background part of it, obviously yeah. with me growing up in Kansas on right. a farm, and even spending ten years in Wisconsin and all that, it, I thought it was a cool little fit right. and a cool thing that they're doing. So uh, I, I got to ask you: you watch over the fence. You watched uh, kind of this team this year go from a, a six nine and one record last season to a thirteen and three record this season. Give me your thoughts. It was fun. I think. Um, the way Matt LaFleur and all those guys must have handled things inside the building, the way the guys came out and played. And um, the new guys that they brought in obviously had a huge impact uh, from the, the two Smith boys and um, all that that you can see really brought in some energy and helped out up front. So it's it's exciting. I think I think they exceeded expectations. Obviously, it didn't end the way they wanted, but um, it only ends the way they won for one team. We all know that, and that will right. happen on Sunday. So. But the future is obviously bright, and it'll be fun to watch. So we had Greg Jennings over yesterday. I got James coming up later today. You're here. When you start to go through, uh, and, and Greg said it, he said, look, when, when we were together, we all knew each other. We all knew what Aaron wanted. It was like you didn't even need to look at us. Mm -hmm. You know, we just knew what he was thinking. How long did it take you to get on that page with him? Um, I don't know. Because for me, it, we were still working on it year 10. I mean, it, it's a constant revolution, you know, a constant yeah. thing. But you that, knew. I mean, you could walk you to the could, huddle. But there's you, always new things to right. learn. But he could give you a look, and you knew the ball was coming to your My direction. guess, I, I would say by the th um, my third year, the, the playoff run, I think, did a lot for me. And then, obviously, the Super Bowl game that I had. And even a couple – I mean, he made a couple checks in the Super Bowl, and I read a defense um, – well, the check for the touchdown, he, it was actual screenplay. He tapped his helmet to pretty much let me know he's going to throw the go ball if I would, so I'd run and win instead of run to block, which is what my um, rule officially would or job would have been early in the play. Um, and then there was later in the game when I caught a crossing route, they brought a corner blitz, uh, safety rolled down, safety rolled over, rolled over. The safety near me came down and played corner. The far safety rolled over and played cover two. Well, that adjusted my route to a 12-yard crossing route instead of a 15-yard stop route. So I think when you start doing things like that, which would have been my third year, I think the confidence and, the, and him understanding that you know what you're doing just grows rapidly. So Devontae knows it, mm -hmm. uh, clearly. Do you feel for the guys that don't? that aren't there, Marquez Valdez-Scaling, Geronimo Allison, those guys, Alan Lazard, he's trying, because you could see it. And I went back, that interception he threw, 
in the, in the NFC Championship game, I looked at it and I'm like, man, that was a terrible throw. And then I went back and looked at it, and it wasn't his fault. He threw the ball before the receiver ever turned around. He was thrown to a spot. Mm-hmm. He saw where the where the plant zone was. Right. You know. So, do you feel for those guys because you got to come back to the huddle and you go, "I didn't know it." Yeah, it's tough because um, we've all been there. We've all made a mistake here, or there, and to cut, you know, to to have a negative play or interception or whatever. And I experienced it because the funny thing is, in the Super Bowl, when he tapped his helmet for the go ball, I actually missed that signal earlier in the year. In a game, and I stopped, and he threw it, and luckily it just became an incomplete pass. But I stopped on what he thought was going to be a go ball. So it's funny, like if that wouldn't have happened earlier in the year, and I wouldn't have remembered that, yeah, would have happened in the Super Bowl, and then we right, would be right, also right. happy. <laughs> but um, it just takes time, and I mean, especially with the young guys, and I haven't been around the new young guys at all. But to me, it's all about just putting, paying attention to meetings, and I've explained this a couple times already out doing all these interviews. Is it starts in the meeting room. And you have to listen. And a lot of kids don't want to listen these days and truly understand. They think they already know it or whatever. But you have to listen not only to your coach but to what Aaron wants because at the end of the day that's what matters, whatever your quarterback wants because he's the one throwing you the ball. And if you're on the same page with him, it's not going to work. And then you have to put in the work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Not just Wednesday, not just Thursday, not just Friday. and not You know, you have to do it all three days because then that's how you continue. You get more reps in practice through training camp, OTAs, all that stuff, and practice throughout the season, you, you ever will in a game. And then that starts building the confidence there, and then he'll give you the shot in a game. And then you got to make that – got to make the most of your opportunity. You're talking about Greg and J- James, and then even Donald when I first got there. I, we had so many guys. I mean, we were rotating through. I mean, we all handled it well, but, of course, all of us wanted to play every play. But we right. knew what we had as a team, so we, we accepted our roles. We could go four or five receivers deep. But we preached in our room, you got to make the most of your opportunity. If you get a chance, it might be your only chance in the game. And that might have been the same for a great. Like, even as, like, the starter, like, you might get one ball because Devontae might be balling out on the other side and, he's, and has the matchup and we're just going to feed him yeah. the way we did if you look at the New England, New England game, uh, Devontae's rookie year. It's like, here's the matchup. Let's just go destroy that matchup. And I got maybe two balls, but the one I did was against Revis and I scored a touch. It's like, make the most of your opportunity that you're going to get that day. So, um, but it, it just takes time. And then once you make a play, he's going to start trusting you more and more. But you got, you got to have that trust and confidence in one another. That was going to be my next question. We're sitting here talking with Jordy Nelson, former Packer wide receiver, Super Bowl winner as well. Here repping uh, Mick Ultra Pure Gold. And uh, I, I wanted to ask about that because Aaron talks about his trust. And fans get upset. It's like, just throw the damn ball, you know, and, and you can see it. And I understand. Look, every now and then he'll miss something. You know, mm-hmm. it's not very often. But – because it's not just in meeting rooms. It's not just on the field. There's You guys had a different level because you guys what, rode to work today. We rode to work <laughs> we, together. There was a year out. or two there that we'd ride to the airport together because um, we kind of lived out by one another. And um, He's somewhat super t- superstitious. So we did it one week, and um, I think it was the week. I can't even remember the year, but we went down to Houston when they were undefeated, um, and we – played extremely well caught three touchdowns so the following week he's like you picking me up i'm like do you need a ride he goes did you not play well last week i was like i'll pick you up (laughs) you say when and where i'll be there so so then it just kind of snowballed but um it is you have to have that chemistry and i know it sounded like a lot they did a lot of that this year of hanging it out off the field if it was at the defense or offense and teams guys were getting together because as a receiver room we would try to do you know receiver dinners and whatnot just to to be around one another, you know, it, it means more when you truly know the guy and, you know, you know he's out there giving it all or you're giving it all and you just kind of have that more chemistry across the whole team. When did you know it was time to call it quits? Um, 
It took a while, to be honest with you. I mean, um, a lot of it came down to I didn't want to move the family again. I mean, Seattle came, and I went up and visited them, and they offered a very nice deal. Um, but we hadn't even been in California for a year, and then I'd be moving my family again. And then even though Seattle was a two-year deal, it could have been easily a one-year deal. Right. I mean, Oakland was a two-year deal. So then it's like, am I going to move my family again? So was I going to move my family three times in three years? And when it came down to it, I didn't want to do that. Um, and then, honestly, when I was getting my physical in Seattle, they x-rayed my knees and my hips just to see – uh, what the body looked like. And the document is like, wow, you look pretty good. You don't look like a 34-year-old, you know, or an NFL player has played for 11 years. And honestly, that's when I called my wife and I said, I'm done. Like, I don't want to have a physical in the document. Man, you look like you're 55 instead of 35. Yeah. Like, I, I got 11 years in. It's 11 more years than what I ever thought. Uh, won a Super Bowl, made it to a Pro Bowl, um, came back from an injury. I think that was my biggest thing I wanted, especially – after the ACL, like coming back and having that following year and being able to be productive. And then even going to Oakland and still having a productive year for all the stuff that went on in Oakland of getting rid of um, Khalil and then Amari and, you know, learning a new system but still coming away with 700 yards, you know. So it was – I was at peace with everything and still have been. So um, it's been great. Uh, I know people wanted to bring you back this year. They were hoping that you could just come riding back in and give Aaron some help. But we, I appreciate you coming by. It's great to see you. No problem. Uh, and it's it's always been a pleasure to talk to you, Jordy. Thank you. I so appreciate much. that. We Absolutely. enjoyed our time. Like I yeah. said, I think when I retire, it's like yeah, we made a lot of memories, a lot of friends, and yeah. uh, that's the stuff that lasts. Your forever. fan favorite, dude. I appreciate it. I, I enjoy. We enjoyed our time up there. My wife included. I mean. She did a great job in the community as well, and um, I give her a lot of credit because when I first got up there, I'm like, don't make friends. Like, this could be two years and done, like, stop. Right. But she went out and she made friends, and our neighbors and friends that we have up in Wisconsin, I mean, they're some of our closest friends. And if it wasn't for her, I probably would have hunted down in my <laughs> little apartment and never talked to anyone. There you go. Jordy, so. it's a pleasure, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Uh, have a good time. Go. Jordy Nelson joining us here at the table, and we certainly appreciate his time as well. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.